You're listening to Becoming Better Podcast. Be better every day. Welcome to the first episode, the maiden episode of Be Better Podcast. And we're happy that we are here with you today. Delighted that I have the magnificent host, the producer of this show, Christian. Uh, good afternoon and good morning, good evening all over the listeners, all over the people in the world. No? Sa mga listeners natin. And yes, I'm very much excited with this first and maiden episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. And yes, El, how are you? I'm fantastic and I'm sure you also are fantastic because we are both excited. Before we turned on this Zoom room and this interview, we were talking about our guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is with great honor and pleasure and pride to introduce to you our first guest for the maiden episode of Be Better Podcast, Miss Aisa Miheno, awardee TOIM 2019. Aisa, welcome to the show. Hello everyone, good afternoon, good evening, good morning uh, to all parts of the world, wherever you are. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm really quite excited to be part of the podcast. <laughs> Delighted to have you, Aisa. Delighted to have you. We're so excited to hear about you. No, I'm pretty sure Christian will send this to people that represent Jackma. <laughs> <laughs> Because, well, I think you know Jackma better than we do, so I guess, no. Christian, what's our first question with uh, this exciting conversation, casual conversation that we have with Aisa right now? Um, yes, actually, and dami kong gusto yung itanong. Dami. Oo. So can you tell about listeners about our SALT program or the SALT project? Actually, right now, uh, we are in the second phase. We have already... Uh, improve on another version of the lantern because the first version kasi wala siyang USB port so it's only a lighting system so uh, after of course immersing in some of the island communities uh, uh, part of our beneficiary trend and got the feedback from the people using the lantern we we were quite surprised that even if they're from the farthest, remotest island in the Philippines, uh, kahit walang kuryente, minsan walang signal, most of the people still own a cell phone. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, yeah, they, uh, Pero, teka muna, Isa, hold the thought because people need to understand, especially those that do not know yet what SALT is and what this project is all about. Explain ko lang briefly and correct me if, I'm, if I need correcting. SALT is LED light. Yes. Powered not by electricity, but by. Uh, there's a uh, there's a uh, like a minor correction there. Okay, uh, okay. It's uh it's actually a uh, uh I'm going to be a, a little scientific here. <laughs> it's actually a metal air based battery. So technically, it's a battery, but uh instead of using a toxic electrolyte, we're using mm. the most abundant natural resource, which is seawater or salt water, because. Uh, of course, uh, since we're an archipelago, why not uh, use the most abundant natural resource, which is seawater, as a way for you mm. to generate enough power for you to light up LEDs and even charge low-powered mobile devi- devices. So uh, basically, our main innovation here are the materials that when you submerge in seawater or any saltwater solution, it will generate power. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard that. Christian, I may be wrong at the first premise. But it's really salt water that's powering instead of, you know, the usual chemicals that would be seen in a battery pack, for example. And, you know, 
my God, 7,100 plus plus islands surrounded by salt sea water. How fantastic is that, my friend? Naisip ko ngayon kung paano dadalhin yung lantern sa iba't ibang corners or iba't ibang islands ng Philippines eh. At eh, hindi ka mag-aalala kung paano mo ipapower because we're surrounded by salt water. <laughs> Di ba? Uh, Ay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, we started way back in 2014. Actually, this is a, this is a master's study. But then since, hmm. since I was taking up uh, bachelor's of, uh, master's of science in computer engineering, hindi siya vertically aligned. Uh, it was supposed to be aligned eh, when you uh, come up with a certain topic for your master's. So, uh, hindi ko siya tinuloy as, uh, as a research uh, for school. But then I saw the potential kasi dahil uh, even, even before becoming part of the academy as a faculty member, as an engineering lecturer for about almost 12 years now, I have been part of the La Salipa for almost 12 years. I was part of an NGO po kasi, Quintus Philippines, so about uh, almost a year and a half. And this is where I got everything i was immersed in uh like uh island communities across the philippines dito ko natutunan yung alam niyo yung rea- realities of life na hindi ko siya natutunan or hindi ko siya na-absorb when i was uh of course working for uh an, an industry for mm-hmm. about four years before becoming part of greenpeace philippines i uh, actually i can say nga all of the life skills that i learned uh even if i'm a teacher I can say that I learned them not from any standard institution of learning, but rather experiencing life and its run. Sandami kung na-experience, sandami kung na-meet na tao from all walks of life, different background, very diverse uh, education level, magkakaibang financial status, religious beliefs, political beliefs. But I can say parang most of them, isa lang ang pursuit and it's for the family. And Ah, uh, yung experience ko doon sa NGO na yon, yun yung nagtakapagpa-inspire sa akin and motivate sa akin to come up with a solution like this one. Kasi nakita ko yung hardships ng Filipino, but despite of all the hardships that they're they've been experiencing in the island, they've been there for almost na walang kuryente for almost all their lives. Hindi yeah. nila alam kung anong itsura ng kuryente actually. Most of them are using kerosene lanterns na sobrang mahal, na delikado, it can cause fire accidents, can cause right. lung diseases. So yun, yun, yung experience ko doon, yun yung nakapag-motivate ako ni sa akin to come up with this, this system. Since I already have a background knowledge, I am an engineer by profession and I have an idea that uh, salt water can be used as a medium for you to generate power. I focus on that uh, study and by year 2014 nga, uh, on and off ako sa study because uh, it's uh, aside from very time-consuming, very ano rin siya, uh, resource-consuming. Mm. Uh, mainly, I need the funding to continue with my study. But then, noong 2014, we, uh, my brother and I, my brother, my, my, my younger brother is also my partner here kasi siya yung may alam business side of the social enterprise. Ako lang on the tech side. Uh, we joined the competition and then we won as one of the 10 incubators of this particular program funded mm-hmm. by a private company. And that, that's how everything started for us as a social enterprise. Doon na natutunan na yung impact pala na magagawa nung product namin or nung idea namin 
ay mas mapapalawak pa if you infuse entrepreneurship in the innovation. And yeah, that's how everything began for us back in 2014. 2014. So that was eight years ago and social entrepreneurship was not new. It's not a, it was not a brand new buzzword, but yeah, it you, you were the first ones to, to exemplify how it should be done. No? Remember that, Christian? She was all over the news when, especially, you know, well, I'm not saying that Jack Ma was the one who highlighted it, but she herself was already the highlight and Jack Ma was just a bonus. What do you think, Christian? Oh, I, I believe ito in 2015, no? During the APEC. Uh-oh. Oh, And also, she was interviewed by the the President Biden by US, uh, si President Obama. I remember that. That was fun. Fantastic, guapo ba? Guapo. How do you remember Mr. Obama? He's he's a, he's a very tall guy. Like he's oh, a nice. six plus foot tall. Like, I was just like uh, parang sa shoulder lang ako, ang shoulder lang ako, President Obama. Obama. But the presence of this uh this man, I can say, uh, very humbling, very humble siya. Pero the presence is very powerful. Ganon ko siya. Um, that, I want I want to ask you more about this because that's a fantastic moment, di ba? Barack Obama with all six feet three of, of glory seeing in, you, you're you seeing him in front of you and he's talking to you, asking you questions and he was very excited to ask you and clearly, of course, though you were very calm about it. How did you feel? Tell us about that experience. Mm, of course, uh, I felt really uh, excited about the whole thing. But there's uh, actually a, a long backstory behind how I got selected to be one of the uh, one of the panel members during that time. Eh. Kwento ko na lang din kasi it's a it's a funny it's a funny story. Go, go, please. Uh, so Philippines kasi back in 2015 hosted the APEC uh, summit. I remember that the traffic was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a day a day before the actual event itself, yung CEO topic, we were one of the delegates of the mm. SME, APEC SME. Of course, so small medium enterprises. So we were one. My brother and I were one of the delegates there to um, exhibit our product, uh, which is salt. Um, of course, siguro tandayo rin during that time sa Radio yung Makati. And we were on commute. My brother and I were on commute. We don't have any other choice. The the venue of the SME um, exhibit uh, is in Chino Ro- Roses. Okay, then Chino Roses. Mm-hmm. And we had to go down somewhere in De La Rosa. So imagine the walk. So we had to walk from De La Rosa to Chino Roses holding all the collaterals, exhibit collaterals for our... Um, early stage uh, social enterprise. So, so while walking there, nakareceive ako ng call. I received a call <laughs> in the middle of the street. And then the call goes something like this. It was in the form of an inquiry. Hello, this is, I forgot the name, but this is the public attache from the White House. Am I speaking with Isa Miheno? Of course, oh I answered. Oh my yes. God. Oh, okay. Yes, you are. I thought it was a prank call. Oh, I still, I still entertained, uh, entertained anyway the call. Because, yeah, of course, coming from the White House, who wouldn't, uh, you know, entertain such call? So I was uh, in the middle of the street holding all of this exhibit collaterals, and then I received the call. And then the call goes something like this. It was an affirmative inquiry. If I would be... Uh, accepting uh, a panel discussion now with uh, President Obama and then uh, then President uh, Barack Obama and then of course another entrepreneur which is Jack Ma. So the term was panel discussion. So I had this impression that 
it would be more than three people up on stage. It would be like 15 people or 20 people up. And that's happening on the on the same day that you were being called? No, uh, to, uh, tomorrow. Out of the, the day before? The yeah, day before, yeah. So after that, after the call, uh, the the... Uh, it, it was a female boy, so so uh, the woman on the other line told me that she would be sending me an email about the program flow. So upon reaching po yung aming SMP uh, venue, I immediately uh, searched her on LinkedIn just to see if it's a legit call. Because hindi parin ako makapaniwala. <laughs> hindi, hindi parin siya nagsisink in. Eh. And there, I found her on LinkedIn. And I, everything was legit. So it was a legit call. It was not a prank call like uh, my brother and I, you know, are speculating. Kasi hindi talaga kami makapaniwala. So upon reaching the, the venue, I also read the email and then pinapa-finalize sa akin if I wanted to be part of the, uh, of the, ano, of the, uh, of the panel discussion. I agreed, of course, kasi akala ko nga marami kami. So, that thing, uh, after after the exhibit, after namin mag-exhibit, hanggang 5 p.m. yung, ano, yung event eh. Uh, bumili pa kami ng, ano, ng, ng tuxedo ng brother ko kasi wala siyang pang formal wear. So, <laughs> kami, tapos nag-hire kami ng band just to be sure na we'll be on time because right. tomorrow, on the day itself, of the event itself, uh, we need to be there by 9 in the morning. So exactly 9 in the morning. And just to make work, now we wouldn't be late. We hired, we ha- we hired a, a, a van. A van. Hmm. We had to take us there. The 9 and o'clock was the time that you had to be there, but the show was what time? The show was around 11. Almost, ah, okay, at, so. all, almost at lunch. At, at oh, lunch, oh, oh. lunch so time. at least 3 hours kayo dapat earlier. Because of security, eh, di ba? Yes, of course. Oh. And here's the here's the here's what's uh, funny about the story. Kinabukasan upon reaching the venue, the venue was in Shangri-La, Makati. Hmm. kami sa front door, uh, may registration don. We weren't we weren't on the list, so di kami pinapasok. <laughs> because of course, understandable. It's it's uh-huh. the CEO summit. It's for the big guys. It's for the Ayala, for the Lopez, <laughs> for the Pangalingnan. But didn't you go tweet? White House, tinawagan ako ng White House. <laughs> so what did you say? So that was actually the moment when my brother and I realized na the only person, uh, the only people who knew about uh, the event is just between me and the U.S. government. Kasi walang kay alam. So right. tinawagan ko yung contact ko from the White House and then ito yung parang movie. para siyang eksena sa movie. We were escorted papunta dun sa 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 front door two huge guys wearing black tuxedo with earpiece secret agents the secret service I, I suppose the secret agents of Barack oh, Obama secret service uh, secret service uh, na sobrang lalaking tao and escorted <laughs> kami from the front door going to the green room which is the waiting room and then ang nakakatawa doon kasi on the hallway nandoon yung mga big personal Oh my God. And then while, while, while going there, while going through, papunta dun sa waiting room, sabi ng secret service, hindi ko makakalukteks na to, VIP passing through. So nahawi namin silang lahat, sila Lopez. VIP passing through. <laughs> sila pangilina, nahawi wow. namin dun sa, dun sa hallway. So that was a really an amazing experience. Sigur, titingnan nga kami mula ulo hanggang paa. Pa, 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 siguro iniisip na, uh, sino ba itong mga bugwit na to? Kami na kong brother ko. So on the way to the waiting room. And then, upon reaching the waiting room, ang nakakatuwa doon, uh, we 
Jack Ma was already there. Uh, he's been waiting earlier than us uh, since 8.30 in the morning pa for the program. And what I can say about Jack Ma is very welcoming. Uh, and uh, while uh, while uh, there at the um, waiting room, we also had a chance to talk to Jack Ma. And very willing siya to tell his story. And his story is very, uh, very inspiring then. Uh, and if I'm going to like uh, give you an overview background of Jack Ma, uh, he comes from a very ano rin pala, poor family. He lives in a, mm-hmm. in a very uh, remote uh, province in China. In China. Mm-hmm. Pero itong remote province kasi na to, is very popular with the Western um, tourists. So that's, mm-hmm. that's how he learned how to speak in English because the, the province he, uh, he grew up in Uh, usually have uh, uh, Western tourists. So, do siya, na, do siya gumaling mag-English and then mm. eventually, a self-taught, eventually he got into a, into a school and uh, of course, uh, teaching English as an English uh, uh, as a language sa uh, mga Chinese, kahit na wala siyang degree uh, sa English, kasi siya mag-English. And then that, uh, that's how everything began for, for Jack Ma. He saw the opportunity rin kasi Since nakatira siya sa, sa maliliit na, kumbaga nakita niya yung maliliit na business sa rural China na nahihirapan when it comes to uh, sending the, ano, the, ito, uh, the raw materials to naman sa malalaking businesses na nasa city. So para nawawala ng opportunity itong maliliit na businesses na to. That's how everything began pala when, uh, when it comes to the idea of creating Alibaba. I'm guessing here, no, Aisa, maybe this is also where you and both you and Jack Ma finally relate no because you also see or saw the difficulties in the remote areas in the Philippines while he also experienced the same thing in China that's where you two uh no yes 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 both Ab- yeah. yes absolutely po and then after uh, that conversation siguro mga five minutes talang before the actual uh, event itself uh, mm-hmm. that's how uh, dumating na ano si President Barack Obama I guess he was in a, a different uh, program in the morning the reason why he got there only uh, five minutes lang before the actual event itself and that's also how I I, I, I come to know na we were only actually just three up uh, three people up on stage so when we saw you on TV you were just meeting Barack Obama for the first five minutes so I'm sure you were still starstruck probably yes. at a certain degree tongue-tied no Yes, very much so. And uh, also very, very uh, scared. Kasi doon ko lang tama, natatlo lang pala kami up on stage. <laughs> Nakita ko yung setup ng stage, natatlo lang yung chair. So, actually nga, nanghina ako noon eh. Uh, uh, <laughs> parang halos hindi na ako makalakad papunta doon sa stage. Pero syempre, uh, naka-oo na ako and I had to represent my country somehow. Uh, being with these two huge ano, uh, personalities of their own countries, yeah. the US and the China. So I had to suck it all up and deal with it. Yun na lang yung inisip ko na I had to ma- master all the courage I can just to be up on that stage. Right. Hopefully, oh, hopefully that... And uh, you had that in a day's notice. Yeah. Yeah, true. Come on, no? No, I don't mean to go forward too fast, but I want to ask you, how, does, how did that change you, uh, that experience? How did that change you? Especially the day after. What changed in you in relating to people and doing your the thing you do well uh everything everything changed uh for us i can say uh with me and my brother when it comes to our social enterprise because 
that particular exposure, although it's a double-edged sword, I can say, um, that gave us a credibility, some sort of credibility kasi. So, uh, we, we got oh a lot God, of... the most powerful man in the world just <laughs> interviewed you. Talk about... That's an understatement, Isa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got a lot of, ano, of uh, emails, calls coming from these people, organizations, institutions from all over the world that we don't know about asking uh, how to partner and collaborate with our project. And wow. everything, everything changed uh, for us, me and my brother, right after that event. Fantastic. Say, Christian, you, know, you, you actually, the producer of the show, Christian Clemeno, is with me right now. He's, he's actually the show's main host and producer. You chose the right person, sir. So, di ba? Wala ka tiwana sa akin, Jocelyn. Di naman. This is just fantastic. Pero, yeah, Sel, hindi ko makakalimutan yung interview na yun. Kaya nung being a, being the chairperson this uh this year yeah siya agad na isip po na I really need to be in our, in our podcast because I cannot forget talaga that APEC interview noong 2015 yeah uh, uh, a Filipina uh, being together with the most powerful man in the US and the most uh, richest man in China so just yeah yeah well I'd like to ask this in celebration of Women's Month and most of our listeners I would surmise right now. Well, we don't have the data yet, Christian and, and Isa, just for your information. But I'm feeling right now that a large population of the people who will listen to this podcast are females. No? Precisely because females are better listeners than men. No? And I mean that in, in a good way. No? And um, having all these experiences, what with the Barack Obama meeting and the Jack Ma meeting and all... The, the organizations that want to collaborate with you. What's next? What's going to be next for SALT? What's next for, for Aisa Miheno? Mm, right now, po kasi, uh, it's kind of hard to explain what I do in general because I'm not really just focused on one. Because uh, I'm wearing a lot of hats right now. I am a teacher. Educator, yeah. Yeah, I deliver lectures to engineering students at Telasalipa. Mm-hmm. I'm also an overseer of the school's publication laboratory, wherein we uh, help students and partners realize their projects through prototyping using mm-hmm. the labs facility. I am also a member of uh, various organizations promoting different advocacy, such as for uh, the environment, women empowerment, STEM education. But above all, of course, I'm a social entrepreneur trying to address the light inequality gap in the in this country. Of course, focus muna ako sa Philippines by way of a lantern nga, sustainable lighting solution that mo- makes use of the most abundant natural resource that we have, which is seawater. And uh, we are uh, on a continuous, uh, of course, pursuit of improvement of the technology. So like what I've said a while ago, uh, right now we're trying to incorporate a USB port dun sa lampara na ginawa namin, na developed namin for the Model 2 version so that people can also charge their uh, mobile devices like their cell phones and smart, smartphones na maganda for emergencies. Uh, especially ang Philippines, lagi tayong natatamaan ng typhoons, nawawala right. ng kuryente. So communication is very important times like that. So that's uh, so far what I'm I'm doing right now, what's going on uh, with my life right now. And so far, I'm 
like the satisfaction of this activity gives me uh, uh, this activity gives me is very priceless because uh, it makes me complete and it it makes me fulfilled so I'm very happy I'm of, sure. uh, doing sure. uh, doing all of these things. <laughs> Fantastic, guys. I I want. I have one curious question, you know. Uh, your chat <laughs> with Obama and uh, Ma, Mr. Ma, was seven years ago. Now, and I don't mean to spotlight any government organizations or local government units. Has there been instances, or how is it now? Let me rephrase my question. How is it now? Are they adopting your technology? Uh, I I did a lot of projects with the local government units. So mm-hmm. it, in terms of, of course, deploying the the lanterns, donating this to island yeah. communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to the, uh, I guess, on the initiative of the government side, when it comes to innovation, I can say, siguro I was the, well, I'm not, I'm I'm not really say, totally saying that I was, but I'm one of the factor that made. Uh, all of these agencies uh, uh, catering into the business side and innovation side of uh, of, of this country uh, to make a lot of programs uh, to like bring focus to this uh, side of the ano of the ano naman ng bansa natin. Because we have a lot of scientists and engineers na magagaling. Uh, sure. What they what they uh, lack lang or what they need in may uh, in general is just uh, support uh, coming from all sectors. Um, maganda kasi, uh, ikwento ko na rin, uh, right after the uh, stint ko with Obama, I had this chance kasi back in 2017 to be part of a program. I was one of the International Visitor Leadership Program, uh, IBLP of 2017, where we are trying to study the, like the role of these three entities to start up uh, companies na very successful in the in the US. Ano ba yung three entities na yon? Public sector, which is the government, private sector, the industry, and last but not least, yung academe. And nakarelate ako dito kasi we have so many researchers in the academe sector na inaalikabukan lang na no one is trying to look if this research are very feasible to turn into a startup or a business. Baka merong mga potential uh, products pala dito or mga uh, Sabihin natin, novel innovation and invention dito sa mga research na to. Now, we we overlook only because we see research as just a re- part of our requirement to complete, mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 to complete your, your degree or to as a submission or uh, as a way for you to go up the ladder in the academic world. So, yun yung nakita kong benefit. Uh, and I, I, I believe so na nakita rin ng current, uh, of course, current people uh, running the, 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 let's say, for example, DOST, DTI. The reason why they come up with a lot of programs now for people like us. So, so DOST, they're coming up with DBIs, Technical Business uh, Incubation, in-campus po ito. Ibig sabihin, sa loob ng university, sa loob ng school, sa pag may idea ang studyante na meron siyang innovation or research, they can just go to this facility and then this facility will help them uh, from from ground up. Uh, when I say ground up, 
from idea stage to realizing the uh, prototyping stage and then to execution, then, yeah. Huh? Execution, yeah. So may mga, may mga nga ganun ng programs uh, kasi nakita, na, nakita nga nila yung, ano, yung significance of focusing on this part of the ano naman, ng Filipinos. Hello mo, Christian. I have one, well, call it a fear, but you know, I'm going to ask Isa also, and, and I want you to hear this, Christian. The United States took notice. China took notice. I hope she won't leave us. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not a question yet. <laughs> the question is, am I wrong that you won't leave us? That's a loaded question. You know? Well, it's been quite a while. It's been almost um, seven years since I, I, I got that much exposure outside the country. And of course, uh, along with it, of course, tales the, uh, the offers you receive from various parts of uh, the globe. Pero since I'm still here in the country, I guess you already know the answer. <laughs> Na, yeah, uh, uh, like uh, what I'm doing, all of my initiative, I want to execute and uh, deliver uh, the following to the Filipino people. Because there's a lot... There's a lot of opportunities outside the outside the, the Philippines na eh. uh, if there's someone or if there are a group of people who wanted to make their country a lot better it would be us so it would be uh, people like us who have the, that kind of you know exposure and opportunity na we can we can siguro learn learn na lang uh, from outside the country and then adapt it here in the Philippines and eventually hope and pray that that system would work here in the Philippines para mapaganda naman natin yung ating uh, bansa. That's so, fantastic. That's the global mindset but the action is local which I think is key no, for us, no, Filipinos, especially looking into new technology and improve our our, our lives, no? especially those that are considered in the unreachable portions. No? Yeah. Thank question key Pero... I think we have room for one more, no? Because we are respectful of her time, no? Because I'm pretty sure De La Salle, the United States, China, and all these other entities also want to hear her. Oh, uh, sampang question, uh, yeah. uh, what do you think the NGOs and government sector should do para may adapt talaga in full yung ating technology, lalo na yung salt uh, lantern? Yeah. Uh, or how can we help? Yes. Yes. How can we help? Um, there are a lot of avenues uh, when it comes to helping of our social enterprises. I'm not just focusing uh, this uh, podcast on my social enterprise. I got I got already a lot of exposure. You have a podcast. Yes, yeah, so I do have a podcast. We do have a podcast. Oh, please, please tell us later the details uh, because we want people to also listen to your podcast. Yes, yeah, so, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I also want to highlight uh, a lot of social enterprises here that also focuses on not just earning profit, but also helping people and helping the planet. Mm-hmm. And how do NGOs and the public sector help uh, social entrepreneurs like us? When it comes to government, naman eh, it's always the policy. <laughs> That's the only thing they can do. Of course, adjust the policy or make a policy that would 
enable social entrepreneurs like us, uh, especially when it comes to yeah, um, tax incentives or uh, aside from tax incentives, if there are any programs that we can get uh, from like grant, uh, grants, papapa. Uh, para mean pa nila yung grant programs, uh, DOSP, especially for uh, innovation. Kasi that's what I learned when I was uh, studying the startup ecosystem in the US. Sa atin, dalawa lang ata yung grant-giving body, if I'm not mistaken, DTI and DOSP. Sa US, every state has like over 150 grant-making bodies. Doon. So kahit saan ka magpunta, meron kang kukuha ng pondo. Kaya the, the result or the motivation of this tuloy, pinapaganda ng mga academics yung research nila. So the, the quality of the research of the universities there are really top-notch because they know they have funding at the end of the day and someone will support support them and then turn that into a startup and into a business. So yun, uh, hopefully we can adapt the same culture because that kind of mindset and that kind of culture will really enable a lot of Filipinos here, especially the engineers and the scientists here in the country, to come up with a solution. Because we have a lot of social problems. Eh. Yun yung meron tayo, a lot of social problems. Uh, hopefully, we can, we can also uh, generate uh, effective and efficient uh, social solutions dito sa mga problems na to. So, yun. yun po. Loud and clear. I think the aspirants to the top post, particularly the presidentials, down to the slowest local government post, should hear what Isa is saying because, ewan ko ah, baka ako lang to. I'm not hearing any uh, science and technology platforms or any education platforms or social responsibility platforms like uh, social entrepreneurship. So hint, hint, hint sa mga kandidato. Now, please listen to this. This is the voice of reason. This is the voice of the future. Diba, Christian? At marami tayong natutunan talaga to, uh, today. Eh? Uh, Alam mo kung pwede lang stretch yung oras hanggang alas 9 ng gabi, I will, uh, will hold Isaac captive for for a good five hours more, but before we let you go and begrudgingly stop the show, because, you know, we also respect your time, please tell us your parting shot and tell us where we could find you, including the podcast, your podcast that you talked about just a while back. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, yeah. I know there's there has been a lot of initiatives when it comes to helping uh, small medium enterprises here in the Philippines. But if we can do more, if the private uh, sector can do more, hindi na kasi kailangan nakafocus tayo sa government. Dapat private sector are also helping. And marami rin naman initiatives sa private sector. Um, Ayun, uh, let's help each other kasi uh, tayo lang talaga yung makakatulong sa isa't isa to make this country a better uh, para uh, a more uh, much better. So for for the for the future generation. And uh, yes, you can uh, check our Facebook page for talk. So we have a so uh, we have social media page, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. You just need to type in salt.ph. So that's www.facebook.com slash salt.ph. And uh, we do we also have a, a podcast, but this podcast is uh, separate from uh, from Salt. But we uh, we also you know talk uh, talk about topics like this in the podcast. Maybe you might want to listen to one of our episodes and learn something from it. So our podcast uh, we are in Spotify. So it's Liwanag Podcast. Liwanag. Perfect. Liwanag. Ganda ng title. Oh, yes, mismo. Liwanag. Mismo. 
Hindi po nyo makuha yun. It's one word, ladies and gentlemen, liwanag. Available on Spotify and I think wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Spotify, you're everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us more about, about that show, Liwanag. So, uh, Liwanag, uh, we, uh, we are actually mainly three hosts at uh, the Tal Liwanag podcast. We just talk about anything under the sun that's relevant to the times. And we also talk about their a startup business, how you can start uh, your own business, mm. how you can generate idea to, uh, to uh, solve a particular problem. So I, I believe so you'll, you'll be learning a lot from the, the podcast. We also... Uh, have guests there. Baka, baka gusto nyo po maging guest namin din next time. gusto nyo kaming imbitahin, bakit? Yes. <laughs> podcast. So, yeah, it's a, a very, uh, very uh, open uh, podcast. Uh, we talk about a lot of top topics. Fantastic. And we will look forward to listen to that. Uh, before, ano, I'd like to say this, no, Christian, De La Salle University is lucky to have you. The Philippines is fortunate to still have you and still forever have you. And we are so lucky to have you here today. We're looking forward to more conversations with you in the future. Parang kulang to, Christian. Eh. Kulang talaga. We need to do a second take of this. Eh. No? Sure. Uh, gagawin talaga natin yan, Sel. Oh, so, very much open. Yeah. Christian, before we say goodbye, would you like to... Uh, Say our parting words also. Uh, first, uh, I want to say thank you to our guest, Aisa, and to our host, uh, Sel Gaston. So yes, uh, to the listeners all over the world, let's all become better and let's all be responsible to our community. Galing. Okay, so this is Sel and with my partner, the host and producer of Becoming Better. I have to get used to that. Becoming Better podcast. This is the maiden episode. We are here with a fantastic Aisa Miheno, 2019, the outstanding young men. It's still that I hope you don't see that as misogynistic. The TOYM Awards in 2019, Salt Entrepreneur, Salt CEO. And in celebration of National Women's Month, this is a fantastic opportunity to have this chat with her. We are so grateful and happy to have had her. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the producers of this show, we thank you for being here. And we look forward to seeing you again in the future episodes. Marami pa po ito. This is Sel Gaston asking you to be useful, be kind, and be better every day. Bye!